Hello. I have been uh, gone for a while. That is, I have not recorded a second um, episode of my series, which I'm now calling What I Know. And what I know is going to be exploring, or in the first episode, I explored uh, part, uh, beginning parts of the uh, first book of Samuel, Samuel 1. So this episode is the second episode of that, uh, what I know. Um, as always, to God be the glory, um, and I hope that this um podcast episode two um, definitely brings you closer to God and helps you make decisions to make Jesus Lord, to get uh, baptized, uh, repent, get baptized and receive the Holy Spirit and uh, live life for the Lord for all times. Anyway, so uh, episode two, oh, before I get going to it, uh, just a disclaimer, um, this is what I know and what God is showing me as I read through scriptures. And uh, if you're looking for accuracy, uh, definitely read the Bible. Uh, I don't remember everything perfectly. And there will be some things I say that I might be off because I don't remember uh, perfectly. And uh, I am human and not perfect. Uh, with that being said, I believe in my first episode, I, I may have said that the uh, uh, well, Solomon did build the temple for the Lord, uh, but this may not have been the first temple because it is kind of referenced that a temple uh, existed at this time. Uh, basically, the ark of God, of course, existed. And when the Israelites were moving through the desert, uh, I believe God had them build like uh, uh, canopies of some sort where they house uh, uh, the ark. Uh, but during the time of Samuel, it was kind of known as the house of God in the temple and all that. So uh, I just wanted to clarify that, that the house of the Lord did exist back then and was referred to as a temple. But Sal- Solomon was the one that built, I guess, the big temple or something. Anyway, so. Uh, all right. So kind of I'll, I'll do a recap of last uh, the last episode, episode one. And then dive right into episode two. So in episode one, I kind of started the story about, uh, uh, well, the start about the book of First Samuel and went into um, the, the man and his two wives and uh, the lady that had no kids. And I, I, I did some reading, reading to remind myself. And the lady that gave birth to Samuel, her name is Hannah. So... Uh, and where, uh, and she had prayed and God had blessed her with a son and she gave the son, uh, to God who is Samuel. And he became one of the greatest prophets in the history of Israel, history of the world. Anyway, uh, where we kind of ended the episode, um, Eli, I just heard about, uh, the defeat of the Israelites and that, uh, his sons had died, but the one thing that the Bible kind of makes clear is that what killed him was when he heard that 
the Philistine, Philistines had taken the ark of the Lord. Uh, that got any fell and died. And anyway, so uh, we're going to continue on. So uh, what happened next is, well, like I said, uh, the Philistines had uh, captured the ark of God. Um, and to those who don't know about the ark of God, the ark of God is it's 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 holy. Um, it is um, it's very special. It is holy, uh, and because God is holy, the ark is holy. To be in the presence of the ark, like and again, trying not to be too uh, well. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I am not going to be very accurate and I want to do a good job here and just tell the story and I implore you to study the Bible and read it out. But basically um, when the uh, tabernacle was being established and the uh, ark was created and the ark was placed in the holies of holies not just anyone could go in there. You know, just very specific people could go in there. I believe there was a high priest, and I think he could only go once a year. Uh, um, against read through the first uh, uh, two to five books of uh, the Old Testament to get more details about that. So, anyway, basically, the ark is holy, and um, we're gonna find out later something that happened with the ark. That lets you know that God does not mess around. God is holy. Anyway, so the Philistines had captured the ark. And, you know, they took the ark to one of their temples of their gods that they worshipped. Again, they were worshipping gods who are not God. You know, lowercase g-o-d versus capital g-o-d, right? Uh, so there were these gods that the Philistines were worshipping who are not gods at all but uh, anyway they took the ark of the Lord uh, was taken and placed next to a statue of one of their gods so what happened the next day that statue had fallen down on the ground and basically was bowing to the ark of God so you know the people are like okay well what happened here not really sure what happened blah 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 they pick up the this God uh, statue thing and set it back right up and everything, you know, the next day. So when they come back the next day, not only had the statue fallen down and was bowing down to the ark, it had broken into pieces. You know, so clearly God is trying to tell them, you do not mess with me. What is this putting me next to this thing? That's not even a God. Come on. So he had destroyed the statue that they had uh, of their god, Dagon, I think it's called. Anyway, um, the Lord's hand was heavy against the Philistines. And what that means is basically, people were dying because the Ark of God was in this place. People were dying, they either they died or they would get these tumors. Uh, that was pretty bad for them. You know, God was just really showing them that uh, my ark is not supposed to be here and you placed it here and I am going to show you that I am God and this is a no-no. So basically, uh, people are dying, people are getting tumors. So I think the uh, the leaders of the Philistines or the elders of the Philistines decide, 
okay, let's take it somewhere. So they take it away from the town that it, the first town that it's in. I can't remember. They take it to the next town and they leave it there. And the same thing happened. People were dying. They were getting tumors. You know, it was just it was not a good thing for these Philistines to have the Ark of God in there because the Ark was not supposed to be there. The Ark of God to be with the Israelites. That's where it belonged. And they had the Philistines had captured because they had this battle in Israel, which they won. And if you look at my own episode, that was where the two sons of Eli died and all that. Uh, so they decide, well, let's take it to a third town. And I don't know what's going to their mind where they haven't figured out. We need to get this thing back to Israel. But anyway, they, they want to take it to a third town. And then the people in that town heard about it. And they, I mean, from their actions, you can tell they are terrified. We do not want that Ark of God in our town. So they they, uh, they, they talk to the, uh, the leaders of the Philistines and basically says, do not bring that Ark here because we don't want God, you know, destroying us and all that kind of stuff. So the Philistine leaders, they got together with some, and they talked and they were like, what should we do? So they make some, uh, some gold uh, uh, rats. And they made uh, some gold tumors that represented the tumors that one of the people had placed it next to the Ark of God and put it on like uh, a cart and attached it to um, some cow, cows, uh, yeah, cows. And they were like, well, if it goes to Israel, then we know this was God. And if it doesn't, then it wasn't God. It was some other stuff. (laughs) What was amazing is like the cows and the Bible makes the distinction. They do not deviate to the right. Nor do they deviate to the left. And they go straight into Israel's territory. So clearly, God is also telling, not only have I uh, destroyed your idol, not only have I been uh, killed some of your people and given them tumors, tumors I'm going to let you know that I did this, and my this cow is going to go straight, and he went straight into Israel. Anyway, so he gets there, and uh, of course, Israelites are excited because you know, they know about the Ark of God and uh, they sacrificed the cows that brought the thing. They had broken the cart apart and sacrificed the cows on it as a burnt offering to the Lord. And um, yeah, they were pretty excited. But here's the thing with God, God is a holy God, which is something that I've been kind of indicating. It does not matter that the Philistines had it or the Israelites has it or anyone has it. You will not disrespect God. And one of the things that was kind of indicated to the people, uh, I, I believe in the law and in, in the Old Testament, uh, in the books, uh, uh, the Torah, I would say, you do not look in the ark. You don't look in it. It's holy. Fortunately for the Israelites, or maybe not unfortunately, they basically went against God. And they looked in the ark, and like 70 of them, about 70 of them looked in the ark, and God killed them. Again, this is the, the Israelites. You know, you're thinking, oh, these are the Israelites, these are God's people. Look, I mean, they're excited, they sacrificed bulls, everything should be copacetic. God could at least be like, yeah, okay, you guys made a mistake, don't do it again. No! You don't mess around with God. And 70 of them died, and they, the people are terrified, as they should be. And they decide, you know what, we cannot keep the ark here. We got to move this out of this town in Israel. And they take it to another town in Israel. I, uh, I think it's Kadesh, Jabez, or Peret, Jabez. I'm probably saying the name wrong. But they take the ark there. 
and everything is supposedly fine because uh, maybe by then the people I'm a, a, uh, I'm guessing here had learned uh, learned what happened in the other town and they're like we're just gonna leave the ark where it is take care of it I think they assigned somebody to kind of watch over it or they consecrated somebody to be the guard for it and basically the ark stayed in this place for about 20 years which I mean it's amazing you know and so, oh, well, one thing I, I forgot to say is with the Ark of God being in the, in Israel, I mean, the people were, were blessed. I mean, like, uh, if I would speculate, crops were ripening and just bountiful harvest. Everything was, like, on point. Everything was nice. Uh, people were doing well. Oh, and then that happened, and then they moved it to the beds. And again, I, 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 uh, and I can't remember. Please forgive me for my memory. Uh, God blesses. So basically, God's ark being in a certain spot comes with blessing because he's God and this is his ark and he's amazing. So um, so that happened. Then, I mean, and that's pretty much it when it comes to the ark of God. And I can't remember if it got moved again, but I think it kind of stays there for about 20 years. Then the story shifts to a Samuel. It kind of talks about what Samuel is doing. So Samuel was the the main guy now, Eli's dead. So Samuel's like kind of the judge of Israel, kind of leading Israel. Uh, you know, he's like uh, basically the prophet that on, on behalf of God is helping the Israelites so that they and God are doing great. And, you know, Samuel comes to the people and says, hey, you guys need to repent. You guys need to change your ways. You guys are worshiping idols, gods, blah, blah, blah. You should worship God alone and only God. You know, so he tells them this. And they, the, the people, go and destroy their idols, which is amazing. They kind of focus on God, and things are going great uh, with Samuel. Well, so this and years are going by, you know. So the story is not like going into the detail, detail. Years go by, and of course, Samuel gets old, right? And you know, with old age, there's certain things you can't do, blah blah blah. So Samuel kind of hands things over to children, right? That with Samuel being so amazing and excellent and fantastic that everything will go well with his children. I mean, come on. This is Samuel who heard from God and has a relationship with God. And you would think his own children. And again, Samuel's a prophet. He has these kids. And you would think that these kids would follow in Samuel's footsteps. But guess what? They do not follow in his footsteps. In fact, they are bad in dealing with the things of God. They were accepting bribes, and they were just really bad. Um, so this is hopefully another thing I can say about parents raising kids. Yes, you may give your heart to God and follow God. And I pray that your children follow God as well. But just because you follow God is not a guarantee that your children are going to follow God. Not saying that it's not going to happen because our God is amazing and he can do anything. And your children will be amazing and they follow God too. But we, you know, here's just one example where Samuel's kids did not follow in the footsteps and they did bad. And it was bad enough that the people around them saw what they were doing. And they were like, yo, your kids... They are not acting like you, and we want a king. They want a king. 
and you you'll see in the in the in the in the chapter in the book in first Samuel Samuel is not happy about this because instead of them saying oh Samuel your kids are not doing great you know could you talk to them you know maybe help them out blah 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 or, or maybe could you come out of retirement you know and you know do things or talk to God and see what he wants to do blah 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 they didn't do any of that any of that they're like yo we want a king give us a king so Samuel's not happy about it but what does Samuel do because Samuel's in a relationship with God he doesn't say you guys are just crazy and blah 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 he takes it to God because that's his father that's our father takes it to God yo your people are tripping again I'm just uh 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 paraphrasing here, adding my own words to it. And they want a king. And God is like, they are not rejecting you, Samuel. They are rejecting me. There is a lot of disrespect towards God going on here. Uh, I just have to say. You know, God's like, they have not rejected you. They are rejecting me. You know, the, the people are wanting this king. And the thing, what's amazing about God, even though he's like, you know, they are rejecting me, he gives them what they ask for. You want a king? Here's your king. I'll give you a king. Uh, so he gives them, he says, you know, go ahead, give him a king or uh, whatever. And then, you know, Samuel goes and tells the people, all right, God wants, is going to give you your king, but if you have a king, you're going to be a slave. He's going to take your daughters. They're going to be his perfumers. Basically, it's not going to go as well for you as you guys think having a king will go. But the people are just stubborn and not listening to what Samuel or God has indicated. And they still want a king. So I think Samuel like sends them off. And uh, So the next episode is going to dive into um, um, yeah, the king that best chosen. So um, I hope uh, you learned something from this. And I'm uh, sorry it's taking me a, a while to get to this next episode. But uh, I've been wanting to do it, but, you know, stuff happens. But anyway, uh, to God be the glory, and I'm out.